रिक्तता आ गई है लेकिन सोनिया गांधी जी के नेतृत्व में हम इस रिक्तता को भरने की कोशिश करेंगे लेकिन उनके मुकाबले में वो ट्रेजरर जब थे तो मैं जनरल सेक्रेटरी था अक्सर उनसे मिलता था उनके कमरे में जाके उनके घर जाने की कोई मुमानियत थी जो भी जाता था उनके यहाँ खाली हाथ नहीं लौटता था गरीब से गरीब आदमी पचासों लोग बाहर खड़े रहते थे सबसे भी मिलते थे वो गुजरात के लोगों से तो अक्सर वो मिलते ही रहते थे दैट वॉज मोतीलाल वोरा a congressman who has been a part of the party for the past 50 years a man who was one of the few people known to be the confidant of a man who was considered the confidant of the people who mattered in the party that man was no other than ahmed patel the news of patel's passing due to coronavirus on november 25th has sent shock waves in a party that is battling a state of disarray after colossal electoral defeats What will happen to the Congress now that Ahmed Patel is no more? That the man who quietly churned the complex Congress ecosystem for much of the last few years is not there to see the grand old party that the man who quietly churned the complex Congress ecosystem for much of the past few years is not there to see the grand old party ride through its toughest drudge no one knows. But what we know from his party colleagues is that Patel was a man who loved his shairi that he was the only man in the congress who could talk to the bureaucracy the media activists other party leaders the bjp and with congressmen to settle internal disputes with equal ease if it were not for him the congress would have forked into two entities after the dissent in the party was made public early this year this is amrita madukalya and this is a deep dive on the personage of a man who has largely backended the congress ecosystem in the last few years. Ahmed Patel's political career took off in 1977 when Indira Gandhi picked him to contest the Lok Sabha elections from Baruch, a seat he retained till the 1989 elections. After her death, he became the parliamentary secretary to Rajiv Gandhi. In the UPA years with Sonia Gandhi and Manmohan Singh, he formed the triumvirate that controlled the UPA's axis of power. Patel took on responsibilities of some key functions that has no institutional mechanism inside the grand old party. He held together the party's grievance mechanism and every Congress party worker was free to walk into his office to speak out their minds. Funds dispersal and collection was also a crucial function he shouldered and he was brought in as the party treasurer ahead of the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. Most importantly, Patel was the man that tied together a stable of allies that formed the UPA. Even now, without Ahmed Patel, there was no opposition ally meeting. Political analyst and journalist Rashid Kidwai remembers him as a man whose utility cannot be rooted in one responsibility. Two other uh, specific areas where he functioned, which I want to know a little bit about, if you if you know, one is about the grievance mechanism system of the Congress, which he sort of back ended, and the other is reaching out to opposition leaders, who I think under the UPA one and two, uh, I think that is something a very crucial role that he shouldered. So if you could give us a little bit about either of these or both of these. 
Yeah, I think Ahmed Patel was a very uh, kind of, you know, utility man. There are a lot of comparisons are there that he was like, uh, you know, uh, Amit Shah, what Amit Shah used to, Mr. Narendra Modi. I think that's a very unfair uh, uh, comparison because Ahmed Patel, until uh, he was alive, he was among many people uh, in the Congress. So it was not that, you know, he was uh, he was second to none. Uh, Mr. Amit Shah drives all his strength from... Uh, uh, Mr. Narendra Modi and the two are actually, you know, uh, uh, people who matter in the um, BJP and the government. Hmm. But Ahmed had to, you know, fight his way, he struggled constantly with, you know, Chitambaram, Pradam Mukherjee till he was in Congress hmm. uh, and, you know, various uh, pressure groups uh, of the party. So, therefore, his style of working was actually something that put him, you know, in a class apart. For instance, uh, you know, there are many people who are unhappy with Rahul Gandhi's style of functioning, often with Sonia Gandhi, mm-hmm. but he would just hear them out and mm-hmm. he would, you know, present their point of view, convey their point of view to Sonia Gandhi without actually becoming partisan. So mm-hmm. while he was eyes and ears of Sonia Gandhi, mm-hmm. he never ever kind of dismissed or, you know, or treated people uh, from that point of view. So, if there was disgruntled leaders from any, uh, you know, state, uh, Congress would state or, or any political problem, then he would just approach it in a very clinical manner mm-hmm. without coming a judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something very, very rare quality that were not there in, you know, in Pradam Mukherjee, Chiram Ram and several other Congress stalwarts. Hmm. So therefore he scored over uh, others and that helped Sonia Gandhi because for anything she would get a very, you know, precise uh, briefing that, hmm. you know, what uh, that particular group of people or individual wanted. Hmm. And that's how he tackled uh, this uh, Sachin Pilot versus Ashok Gallot, uh, you know, tussle. Hmm. Because uh, he had a line, I remember he, he told me many a time that, you know, uh, he saw... Uh, you know, Sachin's point of view. Mm-hmm. So he was, as a party colleague, he was very close to uh, Ashok Gallot. I mean, their uh, proximity and friendship goes back to Sanjay Gandhi era, Indira Gandhi era. Mm-hmm. But he could see that, you know, Sachin has legitimate uh, aspirations and that's how he pulled off that. Uh, though, of course, it was, it had the blessings of Priyanka Gandhi and Sonia Gandhi. Mm-hmm. But Ahmad Bhai was a doer. You know, he was the one who prevented Sachin from uh, crossing over. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing I can tell you about Haryana, the world when Bhupendra uh, Singh Ghota was uh, at the rebel and you know he had uh, 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 conveyed a uh, you know a public rally mm-hmm. and in public rally he was to you know speak against the Congress leadership. Mm-hmm. But Ahmed by last minute again you know prevailed upon him and then as you know Haryana elections and Udas became very important. So mm. there was something about him mm. because he would, you know, he breathe, you know, politics, he would meet a lot of people uh, every day and he and there was no district in India where he did not have, you know, uh, five, ten uh, people who were extremely loyal to, uh, to him mm. uh, who would pass on sort of confidential information to him. Mm. So therefore uh, he was very uh, Equipped. Uh, he was not a very cerebral politician. He was not very highly educated. He, you know, mm-hmm. after uh, I, I think '89, he did not win any direct election. But yet, he, you know, he was very well connected. He has ears to the ground. In the thick of UP's power was the reticent Patel, who always kept a low profile. Some of the most influential politicians during then 
was seen at his 23 Mother Teresa Mark residence. Congress leaders remember him as a man who simply listened. For a party that is cash strapped, Patel came in as a man that ensured the much needed liquidity. His network across the country is something that the Congress cannot do without. Senior congressman Motilal Bora who closely worked with him remembers him as a man whose kindness knew no bounds. कांग्रेस में सोनिया गांधी जी के बहुत ही करीब माने जाते थे और सारी बातें उनसे करते थे देश के सारे बड़े नेताओं से उनका संपर्क था क्या वो किसी भी पार्टी का हो उनको बहुत प्रेम से मिलते थे मैं तो उनको करीब 25-30 साल से जानता हूँ जब वे राजीव जी के मंत्रिमंडल में पार्लियामेंट्री सेक्रेटरी बने थे उस वक्त मैं कैबिनेट का मिनिस्टर था अक्सर मुलाकात होती थी बातचीत होती थी उनके पास कोई चला जाए काम को लेके कभी इनकार नहीं करते थे और कहते थे कि हो जाएगा जहाँ तक मैं कोशिश करूँगा निस्वार्थ भाव प्रेम एकता एकता के बाद हमेशा कहते थे कि पार्टी को मजबूत करना है तो सबको मिलजुल के होना पड़ेगा मुझे अक्टूबर के महीने में कोरोना वायरस हो गया था अस्पताल में मैं भर्ती था चौदह पंद्रह दिन वहाँ रहा वहाँ से छूट के आया तो अहमद भाई आ गए अहमद भाई ने कहा कि बोरा जी बहुत ध्यान से रहिए कि किसी प्रकार की चिंता मत करना मैं हूँ ना आपका कोई तकलीफ हो आपकी कोई आवश्यकता हो तो मुझे बेधड़क कह देना इस मकान का अहमद भाई ने गैस एकोमोडेशन में मुझे दिया और कहा कि आपको कोई चिंता की ज़रूरत नहीं है ऐसे थे इंसान के रूप में मैंने कहा फरिश्ता थे ये ये बात सच है कि मैं उनके बहुत करीब था उनके घर में चला जाता था बैठ के बात करता था देखिए अहमद भाई का स्थान तो कोई ले नहीं सकता और जब कोई स्थान ले नहीं सकता है तो उसकी पूर्ति होना भी बहुत कठिन है अहमद भाई के पास मैं गया तो मैंने कहा अहमद भाई राउल रेवन्यू में अपने को दो एकड़ ज़मीन मिली है इंदिरा भवन बनाने के लिए कैसे करोगे आप मैं खाली आपसे पूछने आया हूँ कि मैं इसकी शुरुआत कर दूँ क्या मैं जितनी मदद कर सकता हूँ उतनी मदद करूँगा आपकी मैंने राहुल गांधी जी से इस बात को कहा कि अहमद भाई के पास में बहुत बड़ी कोई जिम्मेदारी नहीं है तो ये ट्रेजरार का पद आप उसको दे दो तो मेरी बात को मान गए और मानने के बाद में कहा कि वोरा जी अब आप ऑल इंडिया कांग्रेस कमेटी में एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन को देखोगे 
What Patel brought to the table was humility and ease in personal relations, something that the party needs today and something that is very rare in Indian politics today. Along with Gulam Nabi Azad, KC Venugopal and Jairam Ramesh, Patel was a Congress representative on several negotiating tables with opposition leaders. In Bihar too, one could see his touch in having sent senior leaders like Randeep Surjewala as latest November to try and change things. Kidwai says that Patel's pragmatism was the reason behind it. The first thing I wanted to ask you is, um, how do you remember the man? Like, how do you remember Ahmed Patel the man? I think he was one man who touched a lot of people's life. It's not just, uh, you know, Congress people, but people in other political parties, journalists, media, houses. So he knew people at multiple uh, levels. When we talk about media, he knew most uh, owners on first name basis. Then he knew almost every editor of consequence. And of course, the, you know, beat correspondents. Mm-hmm. But he never, he would never, you know, throw his... Uh, wait around and say, oh, I know your editor, I know your owner. So there was something really extremely uh, decent and human about it. And he never misled. I mean, if there was something, if you ask, uh, he would, you know, he'll tell, he'll call back. And, but he would never, uh, you know, it's very common in politics that uh, politicians plant stories uh, against their colleagues, against their opponents. But Ahmed Bhai was uh, very much away from all this. So I think that made him, uh, you know, a very good human being. And he never tried to cultivate people with, you know, kind of money, patronage, it was all very, uh, uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, very inexpensive way of uh, winning over people. And he was always, his mind was always working. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you an example. And in 2012, when Pradam Mukherjee was nominated as Congress for Rajpati Bhavan, uh, there was a problem in Andhra because uh, uh, Jagan Mohan Reddy at that point of time was in jail and as you know the Congress MLAs in uh, undivided Andhra Pradesh uh, were actually, you know, their political loyalties were divided. Technically they were in Congress but they were with Jagan Mohan Reddy. So uh, Ahmed Bhai sent a a, a politician, uh, uh, you know, who was part of UPA and to uh, Hyderabad because he was in jail in Hyderabad to talk to him. Hmm. And then uh, what happened, this, uh, that fellow was obviously, Jagan was very furious with the Congress and he said he's not going to support uh, uh, Pradam Mukherjee. Hmm. So then uh, that person called back Ahmad Bhai and Ahmad Patel told him that tell Jagan Mohan that Pradam Mukherjee would go and, you know, request for votes from uh, Jagan Mohan Reddy's mother, that is Mrs. Vice Rashekhar Reddy. Yes, yes, Vice And that... And that gesture kind of, you know, melted uh, Jagan. Mm-hmm. And the next day, Pradam Mukherjee went to Hyderabad to meet Mrs. Rashika Vedi. And, uh, you know, the MLA, the Guntel MLA actually voted for Pradam Mukherjee. So it was a very uh, clever way, very uh, smart way to actually win mm-hmm. over people. So he was very... You know, pragmatic, mm-hmm. without being pushy. Former Maharashtra Chief Minister Prithviraj Chavan says that Patel's low profile sometimes led to wild rumours. He says that he owes much of his career to Patel and that speculation that the UPA-era Friday core group would send files to Sonia Gandhi were baseless. That an untimely device of uh, Amal Patel was a huge loss to the Congress party at the national level and also personally to me. Uh, I had uh, worked very closely with him 
uh, in the decade of 90s and also uh, the decade of uh, 2000, but particularly when I was given the responsibility for party uh, general secretaryship. Uh, first time in 2004, I was given the charge of Gujarat. Yes. And uh, maybe Ahmed Bhai had a major role to uh, put me in Gujarat. Mm. And uh, in 2004 Lok Sabha election, Congress party performed unexpectedly well. We were at uh, five, but we got 12 seats. Mm. And the difference of seven seats was very crucial in formation of the Manmohan uh, Singh government. Mm-hmm. All through the government, uh, that is from 2004 to 14, I was in Delhi from 2004 when the government was formed mm-hmm. till November of 2010 when I got shifted to Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. I was in the UP government in Prime Minister's office for about six and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a minister in the Prime Minister's office, my role inadvertently was to build a bridge between the party and the government. Yes. And uh, many times... Uh, Ahmed Patel was a key person mm. to also uh, was also doing that function. But since I was in the PMO, I attended all the government meetings. Yes, and uh, I knew what government thinking was. So whenever there was any uh, any particular need to make sure that the party manifesto was uh, implemented properly, mm-hmm. uh, that request was always you know, came from party through Ahmed Bhai. Mm-hmm. A lot of Issues about relationship between Dr. Manmohan Singh and uh, Sonia Ji. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw the relationship very closely when I was in the government there. I think it was a uh, picture perfect relationship, no matter what other people said from outside. Mm-hmm. It was not true at all. Mm-hmm. A very delicate balance, mm-hmm. uh, acknowledging the fact that Mr. Gandhi was the leader of the alliance. Yes, he was the person for whom people had voted. Mm. But since she had chosen not to be the prime minister, mm-hmm. uh, it was still her responsibility to make sure that the manifesto was implemented. Yes. To that extent, Mr. Patel played a very important role. Mm. Uh, it was never dictate uh, or mandate or doing something a personal favor. He was a contract player or something like that. It was always uh, what we said in the manifesto. And the structure of NSC, mm-hmm. uh, which Mr. Uh, Bai was. And playing always a backseat role without coming to the front uh, was really implemented to make sure that the manifesto was implemented. Mm-hmm. And over a period of time, NSC emerged as the social think tank of the government, just as planning commission was the economic think tank of the government. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Modi government discontinued that uh, arrangement. It should have continued it. Mm-hmm. But Ahmed Bai's specialty was. That he was never in the front, mm-hmm. he never sought limelight, he was never in the picture, mm-hmm. but was always in the advisory role, mm-hmm. and that's why he won uh, confidence of uh, Mr. Gandhi completely. Mm-hmm. He could have become a minister, he could have become number two in the government, mm-hmm. uh, but he chose not to, mm-hmm. and uh, that was his strength. That was what strengthened Mrs. Gandhi. And uh, build the bridge between the party and the government, mm. and made the arrangement which many people thought would not never work, mm. uh, work for ten years effectively. 
Sir, do you remember any particular incidences with him that perhaps a lot of people don't know about, which sort of bring out who he was as a person? Well, there are many, many incidents like that, but not many cannot be of course. Uh, revealed you know, because they're quite sensitive in nature. Hmm. Uh, but I think he was there all the time. He, he was the uh, convener of sorts yes. for the Friday core group meetings. Yes. Many people do not know that during the UPA government, a prime minister and the senior ministers, mm -hmm. like home minister, defense minister, finance minister, mm. and on the party side, uh, Mrs. Gandhi and Amit Patel, they met every Friday or a Saturday, mm -hmm. which is informally called a core group meeting. Yes. An agenda was set between PMO and Amit Bhai, mm. as to what will be discussed in the core group meeting. And many issues were sorted out face to face mm. in that meeting. And those meetings, there were some differences, there were some uh, points to be reconciled, uh, which did not get reconciled in the face-to-face -face meeting, and so they left to Amit Bhai Times mm. and me to make sure that, uh, you know, a consensus were reached. Mm. Many of those things cannot be uh, publicly revealed because they're quite sensitive matters. Mm. But one thing is clear, uh, the whole tale by uh, some a book and journalist, uh, a book that files were carried to Mrs. Gandhi is a complete nonsense. Mm, mm, you know, mm. Not any issue like that was resolved in a face-to-face meeting every uh, mm. uh, weekend. Mm -hmm. And so Amit Patel played a very important role in those meetings. Mm -hmm. Not only those meetings, mm. but also during the UPO1, mm. when uh, uh, the nuclear deal became a focal point mm -hmm. and where uh, left had a very strong point of view. Mm. And uh, under the chairmanship of... Uh, uh, Pranam Mukherjee, coordination committee between UPA yes. and left was formed. Matai <laughs> did a very crucial role in that also. Mm -hmm. And his role, which cannot be really, I think somebody will probably document it or write it, but cannot be really discussed, was in both uh, the no confidence motions against the Narsimha Kathao government, less so, but in the Manmohan Singh government, when the UPA, when the left pulled out of the government, there was a no confidence motion. He played an enormous role. Almost twice a day, we used to sit down and count the tally. Each MP was tagged who's going to which one. Because it was a very tight situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where his special skills wow. of taking the approach between different factions mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. came uh, to the light. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had excellent relations with all position leaders, excellent relations with our party leaders mm -hmm. and he was responsible for building careers, mentoring many congressmen mm -hmm. and always uh, without limelight in the background. And that is what endeared Mrs. Gandhi uh, to him because anybody in that position would have misused the position easily. Yes. Or throw his weight about and promise things to people and okay, okay, come tomorrow and get you an appointment. Never. Even if you wanted to meet Mr. Gandhi, you'd always say that please put in a request to Mr. Gandhi office. Yeah. And in, invariably, the list were compiled, were compared with um, Patel and used to sort of suggest that who should be met and who should not be met. Uh, and uh, that list used to be approved. But uh, he never came to the front and said, look, ah, come on, I'll, I'll get you. Never throw his weight around. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's unusual to a person in such a position of importance. But I mean, he was virtually de facto, uh, you could say, number three hmm. after Mr. Gandhi, Dr. Milbon Singh, because almost he. Uh, but he never, you know, thrown his weight about or, uh, you know, 
pretended that he was important also he could have been anybody he wanted mm. but he always chose to serve mr gandhi and the party loyalty mm. he will be greatly missed i think it's a great loss to the party to congress president to me personally is a very close friend and i think uh, mm. i owe my lot of my uh, positioning and all that to him because he was good at identifying leaders in the country mm. and promoting leaders with potential Leaders across states say that he would send messages to them late in the night. Despite the power he yielded, there is no example in the last 30 years of any congressman being in the background and not taking any executive power. With Arun Jaitley, Amar Singh and now Ahmed Patel, the backroom boys of Indian politics who choreographed much of India's post-liberalization politics are now just pages in history. This is Amrita Madhukale signing off. Keep listening to your shot.